It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kick them down. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company that provides well-researched nutrition education and counseling. You know, I think everyone knows that for years, doctors have told us that having high cholesterol causes heart disease. But interestingly, today's cholesterol researchers are saying the exact opposite. So there is so much confusion and misinformation about cholesterol that for years we were even told that eggs would raise our cholesterol. And we know for sure that eggs do not raise our cholesterol. Cholesterol, um, Get that word right out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so today we want to dig into this cholesterol story. And I have said over and over on Dishing Up Nutrition that I come from a family with lots of heart disease. So I continually eat and exercise to support my blood vessels in my heart. So I want to share my understanding of the cholesterol story. And remember, I take this very seriously and very personally because I want to make sure my information is correct because of my own genetic risk factors. So our co-host is Wendy Cates Dancer, who is a registered nurse, a nutrition counselor and educator. She's been here the last three Saturday mornings Bright and early. And so, Bright and early. Thank you, so, Wendy, for holding down no the No problem. Well, thank you for traveling all the way to Chicago and training very important people out there. Well, it was very fun, so yeah, thank it, you. You're welcome. And and I'm so happy that we're taking on this topic today. So it's a huge topic. We're going to try to keep it simple for people so yes. that they can understand, right? Mm-hmm. But we get a lot of questions about cholesterol. And I know from questions we get in our weight and wellness classes that people are very concerned about their cholesterol numbers. They uh, get it. You oh. know, I mean, if we could, if we could <clears throat> sell cholesterol, like <laughs> sell nutrition and food like cholesterol, wouldn't that be great? Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> French fries are bad for your heart. Everybody knows cholesterol, cholesterol, cholesterol. And we, people are kind of being misled, which is why we want to have this show today. Right, Dar? Exactly. So they're, but they're very concerned about their numbers, but they're also very confused. Very confused. So we want uh, you to know that if you have questions for us today about cholesterol, we're going to throw the number out there right away, 651-641-1071, and we'll do our best to answer uh, your questions. But we also have we a also, great yes, we have. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Wendy, we also have another expert on cholesterol, and his name is Greg Peterson. You know, Greg's been on our show before, and everybody loves when he's on the show. And Absolutely. Greg and his brother Dave are co-owners of Nutrition... Nutridine, Dar. Nutridine. Nutridine. <laughs> I'm so used to saying that. I can't, I can't switch. <laughs> so what is Nutridine? It's a... They actually provide professional quality supplements to healthcare professionals. 
They also provide continuing education to doctors and nurses, mm-hmm. chiropractors, nutritionists. And they also, Greg also provides a lot of expert research to all of us all the we, time. We have a whole stack. Whatever you need to know, I, I, it is here. We have We've a whole got, stack of yep. research. So if anybody has a question today and you want to know for sure if it's research-based, give us a call because it's 651-641-1071. And you can get your cholesterol question answered. And Good morning, Greg. Well, good morning <laughs> to you both, Dar and Wendy. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. It's uh, it's a highlight. It really is. Uh, so thank you for having me again. And <laughs> I'm excited about talking about cholesterol, too, because I think there's so much misinformation about it out there in the public. And, I mean, the first thing I was thinking, too, is that what we don't realize is, you know, the body makes the bulk of the cholesterol. You know, like about 60%, 70% of cholesterol is made in the liver. And it's made there for a good reason. And I think that's a big uh, piece of information for people. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've heard sometimes up to 80% even, you know, too, uh, of the cholesterol is made in the liver. You know, so there's a really, the, the body does things by design. It's not by accident. You know, so we know that if we're designed to produce an amount of cholesterol naturally, there's there a good reason for it. There must be a reason. It. It is, there's not, probably not a deficiency of Lipitor. You know, <laughs> probably not. So we're not Lipitor deficient. We're not statin deficient. I so, don't think so. So you know, Greg, when a client comes in to see me and they have a cholesterol concerns, I a couple of questions I always ask them, and they always kind of go, "Huh? Well, why would your liver be making excess cholesterol?" Mm-hmm. So you know, these are some of the reasons. Maybe you're drinking too much alcohol because uh-huh. too much alcohol is toxic to the liver. So it might make more cholesterol. Maybe you're eating fast food full of trans fats because we know trans fats make the liver produce too much cholesterol. Or maybe you're eating a lot of processed carbs, cereals such as Cheerios or popcorn or pretzels or cookies or those coffee mochas. Again, because sugar is toxic to the liver and the liver in response to these toxic foods, makes excess amount of cholesterol. And, you know, and cholesterol is not a bad guy. You know, it's gotten that kind of a, a notation in the media because it's cholesterol high this, cholesterol that. Let's get on these drugs and so forth to get the cholesterol down. You kind of think it's a proverbial bad guy, but it's critical. You have to realize that it's a component of all cell membranes. So every membrane around your cell wow. that, uh, that... Yeah, allows nutrients into the cell, waste materials out of the cell, Depends on cholesterol is a good portion of that uh, content, you know. That's kind of amazing, just that part. Mm-hmm. Just that in itself. Yes. Kind of t- it speaks to the importance of cholesterol, you know, that in itself, too. And it's also critically important for the production of hormones. And things like estrogens, progesterones, you know, in uh, the male case, you know, testosterone and so forth. And partly it's, I think, one of the reasons why we see hormonal, you know, imbalances and deficiencies as people go through their middle ages. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So does it and have it, any other it, functions? I mean, we, so it helps to make hormones. Mm-hmm. It makes that membrane around our cells. Healthy. And then, too, another thing that's interesting is it helps to make the myelin material, this myelin sheathing around the nerves and so forth and in the brain and so forth as well. And I like to use the analogy of this myelin sheathing is like the insulation you'll see around an electrical wire. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's very important, again, for good nerve function, very good, you know, very important for good brain function. 
Uh, it is really a critical substance, and it's the LDL cholesterol that's involved in this uh, this you know force of this factor. And you know so we we all, we all excuse me, Wendy. Uh, you know we always think when I ever hear myelin sheaf, I always think MS. Right. You know, because we know that when people have MS, that MS gets, or Lou Gehrig's disease, yes, right. that gets to short circuiting. Yeah, and the myelin sheaf is not strong, and so it is kind of shredded or it isn't working as well as it should. Right. Right. Yeah. Or right. like even like neuropathies, diabetic neuropathies. It's another time where that sheathing, that outer coating deteriorates to the point where now the nerve, it's like a raw nerve. It's like right. a raw, you know, wire, electrical and wire. it's painful. You know, very painful. Yeah. So I think we can all agree we need cholesterol. Yeah. One very important function uh, also to mention is that cholesterol repairs the cracks and lesions in our blood vessels. So what does that mean? The oh. LDL cholesterol, and that's what everybody knows is the bad. Yes. Right? It actually patches up these cracks or lesions uh, in our blood vessels. So often smokers have small lesions in their blood vessels because we know that smokers often experience what we call free radical damage to your blood vessels. You know, I think, uh, you know, smokers, you know, you can tell it on the outside, on their skin. Oh, absolutely. Because they look about 10 years older than yeah, they Yeah, because they have wrinkles and, and all those things. And but it's also happening on the inside. Yeah, also. isn't that amazing? It is. So, you know, again, our arteries and our veins are, you know, they're supposed to be very smooth and elastic, and they get, again, little cracks and little tears in them. Mm-hmm. And it's the cholesterol... Again, manufactured by our liver, like Greg said, 70 to 80 percent of cholesterol is manufactured by our liver to go out there and, you know, patch this inflammation, these cracks in our blood vessels. So that's how important it is. So it's kind of interesting. It's got all these jobs that it has to do. But so it's really beneficial. LDL cholesterol is really beneficial. Absolutely. So it's how did really, it get really, such a bad name? Well, I think we're going to be talking about that, aren't we? Well, it's time for a break. Okay. And uh, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to direct uh, all of our listeners out there to one of my very favorite classes, Nutritional Solutions for Menopause and Perimenopause. And Diane is going to be teaching this class November 8th. Tuesday night at New Richmond, Wisconsin. Yeah, for New Way Richmond. Way <laughs> over in New Richmond. I have a lot of friends in New Richmond, Wisconsin. This is a great class. It's a three-hour class, and you're going to find out everything that you need to know about menopause or perimenopause. We are reaching out further and further to make a positive difference in people's lives, and I think that's just wonderful. And Diane lives in Wisconsin, but she still has a hike uh, to drive there to get up to New (laughs) Richmond. So Diane is also a nurse, and she will teach you how to get rid of those hot flashes and sleep through the night. What else could you wonderful? want if you're in menopause? <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to find out more information about this class or get the number to sign up, please call our office at 651-699-3438. And we'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. 
Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Wendy Kate Stancer, registered nurse, nutrition counselor and educator, and special guest Greg Peterson, who is the co-owner of Nutridine, a company providing professional quality supplements to healthcare professionals. You know, if you're having a cholesterol problem, we believe it's a nutrition problem. And really, I would recommend that you sign up for a two-hour consultation so you can learn how to eat to control your cholesterol and take the right kind of supplements that you need for cholesterol control. So you can call any of our offices and make an appointment. Uh, the number is 651-699-3438. And I agree with you, Dar. I mean, uh, this is a very complicated subject. We're attempting to tackle this in just a few minutes this morning, and we're going to do a great job. But at the same time, you need guidance. And we're only touching navigating the these waters. That's correct. Of the information. So, so before we left on break, Dar, mm-hmm. you know, you were talking about a new concept that LDL is actually beneficial, and how did it get such a bad name? Well, you know, I think everybody knows that, or they believe that it's responsible for blockages in the blood vessels. That's the message that, that they're getting. So let's, let's t- teach people how this might happen. Exactly. Here's an example. You know, maybe you're a diabetic, and you have uncontrolled blood sugars. And what that means is you're getting a lot of free radicals and you're making damages in your blood vessels, and, or that could be a possible f- part, or maybe you have some bacteria. I mean, you know what? Even gum disease can cause that. Exactly. Or viruses also, Dar. An active virus. Yeah. And what they do is they go out and they kind of damage the blood vessels. So to protect your cells, you will produce more cholesterol as an antioxidant. That's interesting. Cholesterol is an antioxidant. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the blood vessels become inflamed and from a various various reasons and little small microscopic tears begin in the artery walls and then LDL cholesterol goes out to the rescue and patches it up and kind of heals those tears by putting down a very thin layer of cholesterol. And that's what it does. It's almost kind of like uh, patching a road that's been chewed up, isn't it? You yes. put a nice little patch of new tar on there, make it smooth, make it flow you know, mm-hmm. better and so forth, too. With and it, we've uh, seen a lot of that on, on University Avenue in front of... It was <laughs> 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 a little smoother getting in this morning, though. I was yes, they're getting there, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That was good. But you know, like Wendy was saying, too, you have to remember that cholesterol, it's an important repair substance. It's yes. not a bad guy. It's very important and... If the body has like infection, like you're saying, Dar, or there's some kind of a wound or some kind of a damage, you know, to the arterial wall, you know, mm-hmm. there's an inflammatory process going on and so forth. 
Uh, that's how it gets involved in plaque in the arteries because it's it's you know it's repairing that it's laying down you know um, this cholesterol to to protect the body to help to heal the body and so forth. And now if you add to that though that the person has a lot of free radicals. You know, we've talked about that in the past. It comes from smoking, alcohol, trans fat you know, consumption, sugar. sugar, infections. Maybe they have you know some kind of a uh, infection like herpes or whatever the case might mm-hmm. be too. Now the bottom line is that you have more inflammation, more oxidation, more irritation you know, yes. going on. You know, in, in the the arterial wall and the blood system and so forth. And so the body has to make more cholesterol to tackle the problem and to heal the situation. You know, I always think we were talking about earlier that it's interesting that, you know, back even 15, 20 years ago, you know, the the cholesterol levels were allowed to be much higher. I can remember at some point it was even close to 300 that was acceptable and so forth. Mm -hmm. But then with the advent of these cholesterol-lowering drugs like Lipitor and Zocar and so forth, all of a sudden the, the levels of cholesterol had to go down further and further and further. And now, finally, I think it's like, Ron, you're saying Mayo Clinic says 150 is where they want it at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I can look at We think ahead. that's way too low, don't we? Oh, absolutely. You know, that, that at that point has been associated with increased risk to cancers or, like you're saying, DAR, autoimmune disease and so forth, too. It's really an ominous sign. It is. That there's not good health, you know, happening. So, Greg, why do you think that um, the numbers have continued to go down well, you know, as you've lived enough life and so forth, you get a little <laughs> suspicious of what motivates the system, and it is about money and power, you know. And if you just look at the stats on it, if you start thinking, okay, if we lowered it from, let's say, you know, even 225 down to 150, uh, X more millions of people now really need to have that medication. And a certain percentage of those people do take the medication, which puts literally billions of more dollars into the back pockets of the pharmaceutical companies. So, but the, Greg, the bean counters. The bean counters. <laughs> the bean <Yeah>. counters. <laughs> but, Greg, what, what about, I mean, everybody that's listening will say, yeah, but that's going to save my life. If I take these drugs, I, that's going to save my life. Well, that, that's the perception. That's because, what they believe. Yeah, that it, is what people believe, and that's what they've been told. You know, and that's what the, the money machine tells them, basically. Yes. But this was a very interesting article just last year. See, the, I told you guys, all you listeners, that Greg's got his research. Right here in my He's hand. got piles of it here. <laughs> One down, twenty to go. <laughs> uh, and it's called the as out of the archives of internal medicine, and it was called statins, like Lipitor. Yes. And all cause mortality and high risk primary prevention. And their conclusion was. This literature-based meta-analysis, meaning they looked at all the literature, all the research that's been done on statin medications, did not find evidence for the benefit of statin therapy on all-cause mortality in the the prevention of cardiovascular disease. So put that in simple words. Basically, statins do nothing as far as reducing death and mortality. That's, and that's wow. this, this, and that was what, many. All they were looking at all the research. Yeah, they call it meta-analysis, meaning Met- they look at. There's probably <laughs> hundreds of articles of research that they looked at, and the bottom line, when you looked at all the summary of these uh, reports, it showed no benefit, no protection against death, you know, from statin medications. And that was out of the Archives of Internal Medicine, which is a very prestigious medical journal. Exactly. Well, that's very shocking, isn't mm-hmm. it, to people out there? I'm sure, but we've known that for a long time. Right. Right, Dar. So let's go back to how this cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, got the bad name. 
Because, you know, it does sound like we talked about many of the things that it does, and it's very positive. So let's go back over and get this in your in your mind. So if you have inflammation in the blood vessels, you know, and it goes unchecked, the cholesterol patch, you know, we've got the cholesterol going out and making a thin coat, and that patches up that area, that tear, that lesion, whatever you want to call it. And then other debris accumulates on top of the cholesterol, and often that's calcium. Correct. And Mm -hmm. sometimes with additional blood vessel irritation, because we haven't corrected the problem, we're still smoking or still drinking too much or whatever. Still driving through the fast food food Mm drive-throughs. So we get inflammation, and then that plaque or that blockage will burst, and then it sets you up for a heart attack. And that's, right. that's but now it. did the cholesterol do that? No. Mm-hmm. It was the inflammation underneath the cholesterol that mm-hmm. did that. Yes. We were talking earlier, you know, it makes me think of when you look at a uh, stream, a flowing stream, because that's what kind of like the blood system is. It's a flowing you know, yes, stream, it is. you know, mm-hmm. and bringing nutrients and so forth to different parts of the body. Well, if all of a sudden you get an eddy current in the stream, you have different, you know, debris and rocks and so forth that kind of collect in a certain area. Right. You get this eddy current that the stream has to go around, the water has to go around, and if that gets large enough, all of a sudden it diverts, you know, the stream entirely or, or blocks it off entirely too. So yes. the blood system's like that as well. You exactly. Know? You get this, you know, this damage that occurs, a little bit of that, you know, cholesterol having to be laid down and so forth, and calcium gets you know, collected there, other things get collected there. Before you know it, you have an eddy current in the blood system that now if you have a plaque that breaks off or something like that, boom, it blocks that, that you know, vessel and so forth, and you have either a stroke or a heart, heart attack. That's right. Yep. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It is. But, but I think that, that is, uh, that's a really good visual, is that, and, and truly that is the way our circulatory system works. It's like a stream, mm-hmm. you know, delivering nutrients to every cell of our body. Well, I think it's also what is amazing is that 75% of all people who have heart attacks also had healthy cholesterol. Isn't that amazing? Isn't hold, it? Hold that thought. Yes. <laughs> it's time for a break. Uh, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And as we mentioned earlier in the show, Greg Peterson and his company supplies professional quality supplements to healthcare professionals, and we are one of them. We, in turn, supply these supplements to our clients. Greg is very concerned about quality, and we are also very concerned about quality. Absolutely. Plus, I want the supplements I recommend to work, and ours do They do. So if you want, you can order them online at weightandwellness.com and get free shipping or just drop by one of our offices and we will answer your personal questions. And please stay tuned because we have some wonderful supplements, and Greg's going to talk to us about this, that lower your cholesterol better than the statin drugs. And maybe if you still have questions about your cholesterol, our number here is 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to personally thank the Brain Injury Association of Illinois for inviting us to speak at their annual conference last weekend. And I also want to thank Wendy and Kate for Kate, doing a great yeah. show. Thank you. And... Um, you know, we were very pleased to share our passion about food, how food affects the brain. 
gosh, they were wonderful people, and I hope they're listening today so I can say thank you, thank you, thank you. Exactly. Yep. Thank you. Thank everybody. Illinois, and like you said before, now we're in Wisconsin. I mean, we're everywhere, which is always been your dream, Dar, which is great. It's great it's, to be working right alongside mm-hmm. you. And <laughs> that's We're going to get there. But before we went on break, we talked about, um, uh, you know, how, how easy it is now to uh, order supplements, these quality supplements that Greg's company provides. And Greg, you you have a marvelous supplement for lowering, lowering cholesterol that does nothing but add positive effects to our body. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to talk about uh, your cardioxin? Yes, it's a cardio, you know, C-A-R-D-I-O, oxen, A-U-X-I-N. And in Latin, that just means help. So it's like heart help, you know. Oh, that's very nice. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a, usually a, a method to our madness, you know, too, with it, but... Uh, so that's been a product that um, we researched at the University of Minnesota in the hyperlipidemia or the high cholesterol, high lipid, you know, department there. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, the researcher and I sat down and we kind of put together our dream list of nutrients that we'd seen from the literature to be very effective in reducing cardiovascular risk and managing those high lipids and so forth, the cholesterol, triglycerides, and so forth. And we said, okay, let's put it to research. And so we researched it on a group of people. And sure enough, is in little as 30 days, we saw some very significant reduction, like about four to five times more reduction in cholesterol, uh, you know, the uh, triglycerides, the inflammatory factors associated with heart disease, like your C-reactive protein. Oh, very nice. Interesting, wow, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this phospholipase A2, that is a, it's a, it's again, it's a lipid protein that's been associated directly with inflammation of the blood vessels. And so they feel like that is a better indicator of almost anything as far as the person's uh, risk to like a stroke or a heart attack. We reduced that elevated, you know, phospholipase A2 by 67%. Oh, my. Which is unheard of, you know, right. w- with anything, you know. So wow, that's, that's amazing. It was amazing. And that was in just a 30-day period of time we saw that. Uh, we also looked at, like, liver enzyme studies to make sure it was not toxic to the liver. We looked at even, like, antioxidant status, like vitamin E and so forth, because as you reduce lipids or fats, there's a concern that you might be reducing fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin E and so forth as well. So we looked at a lot of parameters, not only how effective the product was, but how safe it was as well. Mm-hmm. No downside you know, to it. And in there, we basically had you know, a specialized you know, niacin product that was a slow release that didn't put any kind of stress to the liver and so forth that helps reduce you know, cholesterol and increase HDL cholesterol and so on. We also put into the product some different uh, fibers, plant fibers, that reduce the um, uh, levels, the amounts of cholesterol that ultimately get into the blood system and can create you know, high you know, uh, cholesterol, high lipid you know, types of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, pantothene, that's the active um, form of pantothenic acid, and that works that's with the liver. That's a B vitamin, right? B vitamin, exactly. Works a lot with energy production. You hear about it a lot of times you know, in that uh, fact, factor, but it also helps to the, the liver to do a more effective job on making sure it's producing the right amount of cholesterol, but not really too much cholesterol or congesting the, the, the liver itself, too. So perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, some good stuff in there. Yes. Some additional things, too, that you know, I won't really belabor it, but uh, two, of, uh, two of those twice a day we, we based the, the research on and had just remarkable effects 
and reducing cardiovascular risk and high lipid problems. Great. Now, do people get niacin flushes from that at all? They they, they really don't as a whole. Now, there's some people who are super sensitive to niacin. You could give them 10 milligrams and they'd light up. You know, right. this is, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, I like that term, light up, light because up. that's what yeah. it feels it like. It does, yeah. it does, you know? yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, but I'd say the bulk of the people don't because it's in a sustained release format that slowly releases the niacin into the blood system. So you don't get like a big, you know, uh, jump of it and so forth. Yeah. It's a nice, re- slow-released uh, level uh, amount of niacin. And Look, I know we've used cardioxin a lot, haven't we, Dar? And you right. said the proof is in the pudding. Yes. And we had this <laughs> big discussion about pudding, P-U-D-D-I-N-G or P-U-T-T. Pudding, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, makes more sense. The proof is in the putting it into practice. Exactly, exactly. And so Dar said, "I'm, I'm skeptical." Yeah, and I, I was about four or five years ago when we right. first started using when that product. When you started using it. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, so, okay, let's see if it really works. And mm-hmm. it does, doesn't it? And it does. I mean, people would go back and have their cholesterol numbers in three months, and they were, like, amazingly better. Yeah, we love this product. Yeah. And, we, and I, you know, I, what I do, Greg, is I have want people take it one with each meal, three mm-hmm, a day. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. because then I don't get any niacin prob- flush at all. Mm-hmm, good idea. And it's easy. They take it with each meal and it works. Three works. It, yeah, it does. It works great. And again, um, I just love the fact that people can go to our website now, weightandwellness.com, <laughs> and click on, uh, you know, ordering their supplements. Mm-hmm. And it's free shipping. I know. It. That is just absolutely wonderful. So if you're concerned about your cholesterol, get some cardioxin and don't forget to uh, order some fish oil too. Some omega-3, absolutely. right? Oh, the omega-3s are huge too. You know, when you start thinking, I mean, you look at the literature and what doesn't EPA, DHA, fish oil do? Everyone should be on yeah. omega-3s. Everybody. I mean, everyone. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, all the literature is saying that, isn't it? Oh, totally. I don't care if it's from head to toe. You know, no matter what ails you or what you know, kind of risk factor you can have, fish oils benefit that condition. So, Greg, in all the research that you've got sitting here on the desk, do you have <laughs> one little piece on omega-3 fish oil for cholesterol that you want to talk about? Well, yeah, I mean, a, a couple of quick things to give mm-hmm. people an idea what it will do for them from a cholesterol cardiovascular standpoint is that we do know from the literature it increases the HDL cholesterol. That's that protective, you know, cholesterol while reducing LDLs, yes. you know, um, and get that more modified. We know that it also reduces excessive stickiness of the platelets that can start to clump or clot, basically. And that can you know, precipitate, you know, of course, a stroke or a heart attack and so forth, too. So you want to have the platelets more slippery so they can do their job and so they don't clump together and block, you know, the, the flow mm-hmm. in the blood system. So, you know, it, it does that very nicely. The third thing that's, I think, really cool, and this is uh, an article I, I brought that's research that was done out of um, uh, Britain, U- the U.K., and they find what's cool about EPA DHA is it slowly, slowly dissolves the plaque. So oh, that it's it's just excellent. like like sifting it off very slowly, so that you reduce that eddy current basically right. in the blood system, but you don't you know drop a big chunk of plaque like so many times happens that then precipitates the heart attack or the stroke because it blocks the vessels you know too. Perfect. Yeah. Is that, that sounds that great. is really cool. Just getting rid of one yeah. little cell at a time and. 
Yep. And oiling, oiling our cardiovascular system. Yes. Yeah, oh, I great. like that. <laughs> right. So uh, this is great. So Should we, we take another break? We know what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost time, but I want to okay. um, you know, talk, too, about, again, back to the myths of cholesterol. You know, 75% of all people who have heart attacks also have healthy cholesterols. Mm-hmm. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. Well, most people with co- poor cholesterol numbers never suffer a heart attack. That's right. And, you know, a lot of times when you get older, you know, 50, 60, 70, it actually correlates with living longer. I know. Isn't that something? And this was, again, this was a study, the Framingham Heart Study, mm-hmm. the longest study of uh, the most influential pieces of cholesterol research, found this to be true. So it is time to take another break. Okay. We'll be coming back and. Uh, continuing our conversation on cholesterol, which is so exciting. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, Dar mentioned signing up for a nutritional consultation if you are having cholesterol problems or some other health problem. Sometimes people are afraid they to are. come in, aren't they, Dar? Oh, lots of times they're afraid. Afraid we're going to make them eat seaweed or liver or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> or right? low calorie. Or low calorie or that low fat cardboard, tasteless foods, but that isn't the case. Let me assure you, we believe in healing fats, right? Yes. We believe in eating eggs, butter, cream, and even quality beef. In fact, people love the food because it's real food. And if you need some help with your cholesterol or any other health problem, Uh, Give our office a call at 651-699-3438. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we have have so many callers and so many questions about cholesterol this morning. So, Wendy, should we take one quick, and we have so much more information that we want to share with people. That's correct. Pamela, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, thank you for taking my call. Yes. The cardioxin, does that kind of whip the liver in shape or decrease the ex- excess, excuse me, excess cholesterol, or does it do both? And then once you reach your um, the levels that you want your cholesterol to be at, do you stop taking it, or do you, and then do you manage the rest of your cholesterol through diet, or do you just lessen the dosage? Great question. Great question. Thank you for thank calling you, Pamela. in. Great question. Well, a little bit of uh, everything there. You know, too, yeah. you know, part of it is that, you know, like you say, has those different plant fibers. And if we eat like a good high, you know, fiber diet and so forth, this will be done naturally. But many of us don't get the amount of fiber in we should. And these particular fibers, they slow down the amount of, uh, you know, cholesterol that gets into the blood system. You know, yes. So it, it, it's more managing it from, from a dietary standpoint, which is, you know, a smaller part, but it is a part of the, the cholesterol issue, too. And then, uh, Pamela, what it also does is it does work with the liver, enhances, you know, liver detoxification. So the liver is really ab- more able to uh, process out, you know, the different toxins from the, the alcohol or the saturated fats or the different, you know, things, the smoking and so forth that we do that impairs liver, proper liver function, proper liver detoxification. So basically, the liver is just working more efficiently and doing its job more effectively because of that. Yeah, it's very I, supportive of know, the liver, along with 
you know, eating healthy. Right. And I think that's the other factor is that when people are taking that with and they're working with us, they get wonderful results because they change how they're eating. You know, they're eating, they get rid of the trans fats and they reduce their sugar intake and they're not drinking all that alcohol and hopefully they're not smoking and doing all those things. So naturally their liver is not producing as much cholesterol. And so it just works hand in hand. Can I ask mm-hmm. another question about why uh, menopause in women? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so generally from what I understand listening to you guys is that women's cholesterol gradually, well, it goes up naturally because during menopause. You're right. And then it kind of levels off or yes. probably decreases a bit. So why does that happen and be- what should be the highest when do you actually... Okay, now, remember at the beginning we talked about uh, how it helps to produce hormones, mm-hmm. estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone. progesterone. And what happens is when we hit that menopause years, our body, our ovaries are not making as much. And so our body's getting a message, hey, hey, get more cholesterol so that I can make more hormones. And once our body gets used to not having as many hormones and our levels drop some, then our naturally our cholesterol just drops down. And that's what we see. I don't know, Greg, if you have any other things to say, but that's what we see, don't we, Wendy? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's not a time to be alarmed. It's kind of like, okay, well, my body knows what to do. It's very wise. It is. It's very wise. And Pamela, your question, when, when should we be alarmed about our cholesterol? Well, I would prefer that nobody gets alarmed about it, mm-hmm. right? But we mm-hmm. do need to look at our cholesterol numbers. I think that that's important. Um, I think triglycerides are very important. I look at those uh, even more than I look at cholesterol. I do too. And, uh, and then because when you have high triglycerides, um, that stream isn't flowing as mm-hmm. quickly or as well. You know, it's, it's, you know, triglycerides are more gummy, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we want to bring those down, and that's very easy to do. Uh, you need to stop eating processed foods and, and sugar. So we need to look at all the numbers. We need to look at the ratio of our total cholesterol and our good good cholesterol, which we know is HDL. You know, what's the ratio? But there's so many factors. You know, like we said before, uh, Pamela, you really need some expert help to uh, to guide you through your cholesterol numbers. And that's why, uh, you know, come and see us. Uh <laughs> Get a consultation. Sign up for the six-week weight and wellness series. We teach you how to eat. And we, we, te- we teach and we really, you about fish oil. And we, we teach really you teach about, a lot about cholesterol. And, and we have and one whole class about mm-hmm. heart health. How do you uh, protect your heart, which is, is so very important. So it's, it's a whole lot more than just a number. Okay. It really is. So. But you have great questions. Thank you Absolutely. for calling in today. Thanks for calling. All right. Thank you. So, so that, you know, that brings us into this whole piece, Dar, of, you know, helping people understand. And I hope we don't, uh, you know, go way over people's heads. But what if your LDL is super high, but you eat well? Mm-hmm. You know, you might be in menopause. You might be uh, perimenopause. Uh, it might not be a problem. You can actually get, and if your doctor is insisting that you take uh, a statin, but you don't really want to do that. You know, you can ask him to actually uh, analyze for a lab test to analyze your LDL cholesterol. What type it is? Is it light and fluffy? Mm-hmm. That's what we want. 
no problem, right? It's mm-hmm. out there insulating our nerves, mm-hmm. making hormones, mm-hmm. and uh, making that cell structure in our cells healthy. But if it's small, dense BBs, uh, we might have a problem, and that can actually be measured in a lab. Um, you probably want to ask your doctor. There's different tests out there now, but for a particle analysis of your LDL cholesterol. So that's probably new information for a lot of people that the LDL actually has two or three different types of LDL, many different types of LDL, and they actually can test for what the particles look like. And like Wendy was saying, if it's fluffy, it's probably protective. If it's that small, little, dense BB type, and maybe that's not so good. It's more like a free radical. Right. So if if you go to the lab and you get a test and you find out you have these small BB type LDL cholesterols, you might ask, what should I eat? Because we know that it can change with what you are eating. So I think that, you know, if we are always looking at what you can eat, we are always looking at reducing the processed carbohydrates, aren't we? Right, right. And then we also know that a very important thing that makes those BB-type LDL cholesterols would be trans fats. Exactly. So, you know, if you want to make a bunch of BB-type cholesterol, you pull into the coffee shop and you pick up a muffin because it's going to have too much sugar. And And then you add a mocha to that. And and too much trans fats. (laughs) Or you slide into the fast food lane and you pick up french fries, Yep. sugar, and trans fats. Those lead to BB-type cholesterol. Exactly. So what is a healthy diet? I think we can all agree that fish. Mm -hmm. Right, Greg? Yeah, fish. I mean, uh, cold water fish particularly that has the high amounts of the omega-3 oils is so important. And you want to make sure you get your vegetables in. Again, we don't eat those, uh, the vegetables like we should be getting those servings in each day of 8 to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables as well. Uh, so you want to make sure that we're getting you know those levels in, and then getting the good oils in too. We know that the good oils are very cardiovascular protective. You know your olive oils, you know things like nuts, olives themselves, you know uh, as well as your like your fish oil uh, capsules or, or liquids as well too. But you know we need to get rid of some things in our diet, and we've kind of talked about that and reduce those processed carbohydrates. I feel bad we didn't have time to talk about CoQ10. We're going to have to have another show. We're just to going to have to have Greg come back again. <laughs> Greg, would you be willing to come back oh, and join us? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to do then about, uh, here's, here's just a summary. Reduce processed carbs, reduce sugars, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think everyone, if you do have a cholesterol issue, you got to get an action plan. What are you going to do? And like Wendy said. An action said, plan, Absolutely. You know, cut the carbs, cut the processed sugar, you know, get throw out the Halloween candy. Please. <laughs> Go give it to your dentist. Maybe he'll give you a uh, uh, $100. <laughs> <laughs> but those trans fats, yep. refined oils, yep. add some omega-3s, fish yep. oil, like Greg talked about before, and that cardioxin. Right, Greg? Oh, I love that product. Yeah. I mean, and so many, on so many levels, it, it reduces the risk. 
You know, it's so interesting. After listening to Greg this morning on cardioxin, I don't even have a cholesterol problem, and I want to take yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, I just love the way that you thought about everything, took the best of the best, put it all together, researched it at the University of Minnesota, which is very, very important. And if you have a cholesterol concern, I highly recommend a nutritional consultation and nutritional weight and wellness. And thank you for listening today. And we'll be back next week. Have a great week, everyone. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.